Hey, what's going on, fam? Question. Have you ever let someone or something into your life or your space, your home, your mind, your body, and then later on regretted it? (laughs) Yeah, me too. That person or that thing was detrimental in some way. You knew it was. Or you knew that he or she wasn't necessarily good for you. But it, he or she, was what you wanted for whatever reason. We invited unnecessary debt into our lives. We allowed that beautiful face and that walk filled with grace to come on in. We swooned over that tall physique and that flawless smile. We entertained doubt about whether things will ever get any better. We invited those things to come in. I'm not talking about people and things that have been forced upon us. Nah, that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones that we willingly invited in. We are responsible for what we let into our mental space. We are responsible for what we allow into our homes, into our bodies, around our families, and into our lives. So how do we deal with those people and things that are due for an eviction notice? Stay tuned. We'll look at the book of Nehemiah as we discuss. We must protect this house. Coming up next... On the trifling lines. Welcome back. There are two separate texts that we're going to read. The first is Nehemiah 13, verse 4. And the second is Nehemiah 13, verses 7 through 9. Verse 4 says this, Before this, Eliashib, the priest, had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was closely associated with Tobiah. Then a little bit further along in verses 7 through 9, it says, And came back to Jerusalem. Here I learned about the evil thing Eliashib had done in providing Tobiah a room in the courts of the house of God. I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobiah's household goods out of the room. I gave orders to purify the rooms and then I put back into them the equipment of the house of God with the grain offerings and the incense. So what's happening here? Uh, In order to understand, Nehemiah has come home to Jerusalem and he's been rebuilding the wall to the city. The the city was decimated and uh, without protection, then the people would be in a bad place. And so Nehemiah leaves and when he leaves, the priest Eliashib has been put into um, or put in charge of the storerooms within the house of God. Now, this priest, Eliashib, has been given an awesome task. 
uh, it's important to note that there were special items for the people and that were used for worship that were placed in these storerooms. Um, so we're told that Eliashib is he's put in charge of these storerooms and the storerooms have these items that are used by the people and are used for the worship of God. Then we're told that he allows Tobiah to use one of the large rooms. So Eliashib moves the things provided by God and to be used for God out. Then lets an enemy of God and an enemy of God's people in. Tobiah was one of the people who stood against Nehemiah when, ne when Nehemiah was trying to rebuild the wall uh, and protect his own people. So Eliashib is responsible for taking care of an area that is important to God, but then brings into that same area an enemy of God. Family, Eliashib has abdicated his responsibility. He has abandoned his responsibility. He no longer is protecting the house. Now, before you start sending out tweets and posts about Eliashib and how trifling he is, before you demand that Eliashib resign from his role, um, and before we roast him under uh, his family picture in Instagram, think about this. Sometimes, whether intentionally or not, we all allow things that should never enter our protected spaces into those areas. No one else did it. When nobody else's fault, we did that. We are charged with protecting our homes and our families. We're charged with protecting our mind space and the things that we become involved in but we allow something detrimental into that very space. We've been charged with oversight and we did not protect this house. So there are four things that we need to discuss. The first is the enemy is recognizable. There are times when we're naive. We're not paying attention. And, and in short, we didn't recognize that we were getting God. That happens sometimes, but more times than not, we know that the thing that we're letting in isn't good. Eliashib knew that Tobias was an enemy. How do I know this? Because throughout the book of Jeremiah, I'm sorry, Nehemiah, there are clear examples. For example, in Nehemiah 2.19, Nehemiah 4 verses 1 through 3, Nehemiah 4 verses 7 and 8, Nehemiah 6, 1 through 2, Nehemiah 6, 10 through 12, Nehemiah 6, 14 to 15, and Nehemiah 6, 16 to 19. And all of these texts that I just mentioned tell us about all the stuff that Tobias did to oppose Nehemiah rebuilding the wall to protect God's people. That is seven instances of this dude showing Eliashib that he ain't down for the cause. And yet, he got a room in the house of God, the enemy is recognizable. No doubts about it. He wants us to fail. But not only is the enemy recognizable, the exposure is reprehensible. So since Tobias has been given access to the house of God, 
Now it's exposed to sabotage. We got the enemy on the inside. And get this, his presence has caused the removal of the stuff that God placed there for a reason and for a purpose. So now instead of things that honor God and serve the people, there's someone who opposes God and the purpose for his people. Fam, what have we exposed ourselves to that we know are detrimental to what God is trying to do with and through us? Whatever it is that you're thinking about right now. Yep, that's it. That's the thing. That's the person. I don't know what it is or who it is for you. But you do. Might be porn. Or it might be fear. Might be negativity. Remember, in those seven instances that I mentioned not too long ago, Tobias was negative and he was critical about a project that God's people were undertaking in order to better provide for and protect themselves. He didn't want to see the city's wall rebuilt. So when we expose ourselves to those who will minimize the efforts that we put in place to better protect ourselves and our families, then the exposure to that is reprehensible. See, negativity will always exist in the world. Every time we step outside our homes, there's going to be negativity. Every single time we're willing to open up our minds to be fed negative stuff, oh, it's waiting for an invitation. But there's no need to invite it into our minds or into our private spaces because it's going to be there. Those are the places that we've got to protect. So the enemy is recognizable and the exposure is reprehensible, but then the expulsion is required. The expulsion is required. In verses 7 through 9, we see that Nehemiah had gone on a road trip. But then he returns to Jerusalem and he sees that the people have lost their minds. He left folks who were doing the right thing. And he comes back to all kinds of triflingness. He immediately steps in and he removes Tobias along with all his stuff. Nehemiah ain't with it. Bags are getting thrown out the front door. Socks, shoes, his laptop, lamp, all of that. Verse number eight says, I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobias's household goods out of the room. Fam, the stuff that we let in, expulsion is required. The negative thoughts that we allow to inhabit our minds need to be expelled. The person that you really like but they ain't good for you need to be expelled. The behaviors that you invited in that aren't good for you. The behaviors that aren't good for your family or your progress or your purpose need to be expelled. Expulsion is required. Get rid of it. But then the fourth thing that we need to take a look at is that the esteem is restored. The esteem is restored. Finally, in verse nine, it says that Nehemiah purifies the rooms and he puts God's stuff back in. We got to replace the things that we expel with what God intended 
in terms of mindset and goals and a legit desire to serve him. How do we restore the esteem? By prioritizing God, giving him time and by making things right. And so let's restore the esteem right now through prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you on this day to say thank you for reminding us about the importance of protecting this house, this house being maybe our mind or maybe our physical home, maybe our family, uh, but making sure that we protect the areas that you've given us oversight over. We know that we've made some decisions. We've let some things in that we should not have. And those things are enemies of you and they're enemies of ours. Please forgive us for, for doing that. We pray right now, Heavenly Father, that you would give us the insight and the discernment so that we can identify the things in our lives that should not be there that we invited in. Then give us the strength to be able to expel those things because the expulsion is required. And upon getting rid of those things, help us then to replace those things with things that are pleasing to you. Help us to better give us or give you our time. Help us to devote ourselves and everything that we have to you. Help us, dear God, to be exactly who you would have us to be. Now, Heavenly Father, we place it all in your hands. We have decided that we recognize the enemy. We recognize that we've got to expel the enemy. And we recognize that we've got to esteem and restore everything that's about you. All these things we ask in Jesus' name we pray. And all of the trifling ones said, Amen.